good day. We're on page 67 and the Maimorim Mulukotim Sefer of the previous Rebbe's Maimorim, Volume 2. The Maimor we're learning and we'll finish today, Amir Tashem, is Yechayenu Miyomayim, Apostle Kenoshea, Chapter 6. Uh, and um, we've been learning all about the spiritual idea of Trias Amesim, resurrection of the dead, and how that takes place and what that means practically. We spent about two to three weeks on this, and uh, we're now towards the end, but it's interesting that towards the end, he, he gives us a very deep Hasidic idea to think about, which is... <clears throat> the difference in the quality between and creation. Creation is called Bria Yesh Miayin, creation ex nihilo, and you compare that to And the reason for the comparison is because the Chazal say, If something that did not exist, which means the world, creation, did not exist, became existent through God's force. If that's possible, need, needless to say, something that existed, the body that was on earth, can definitely come back, because it was here once, in, a, in, a, in an existence form. That's, that's a chazal. That's not chasidus. That's not kabbalah. That's chazal. And the Rebbe takes this chazal, and he brings it into his way of thinking, which is the, uh, the Chabad approach to the idea. What is the approach? The idea is to think about creation ex nihilo. What does that mean? And then to compare it to Tchiyas HaMesim. And what is the comparison? So he introduces two ideas. One's called Eir Yoshar, and one's called, called Eir Choyzer. Eir Yoshar means the direct light, Yashar. Oyer means the rebounding light, the, the returning light. The difference being there is a form of energy, of light, meaning energy, inspiration, that is direct, and there's a form of energy that's indirect. But nevertheless, since it is the rebound, it's the return, it's more powerful at the end, it's more powerful, the experience, than the direct light. And to... to to actualize that concept, he brings an example, a very deep example, but an example. And the example is of Chachma, of wisdom coming, Chachma, or creativity coming from your soul, from your nefesh. Every one of us has soul powers, which is called in Hebrew, Kaychais HaNefesh, powers of the soul. So, one of these soul powers, or the first of the ten soul powers, is called Koyach HaChochma, the power of wisdom, of Chochma, of creativity. How and what happens when the Koyach HaChochma comes from the nefesh, from the soul, to being realized? So he says it takes two formats. It has two methods. One is the first idea being that there even exists this power, meaning to say that, that, I, that I can experience it somehow, that I know it's here. In other words, not only do I believe and trust and learn and understand that the soul has soul powers, 
But if someone says, could you tell me when you've touched and tasted the koyacha chokma? So the Rebbe says, yes. When there is something that I'm struggling to understand, and all of a sudden the idea hits me, and I say, ah, aha, I got it. Whatever that, that havroka, he uses the word havroka, that flash, that lightning bolt. That's the hamtsois haseichel. Hamtsois haseichel means that is the finding of the seichel. That you have found a logical, a place of logic in your mind that somehow addresses your dilemma. Nevertheless, at this very point, you still don't have enough matter and material to grasp it. So it's only in Nekuda form. And it's called Nekudas Hatamsis, or in other, in other words, Nekudas HaSeichel. It's the Nekuda of Seichel. It's the quintessential point of that logic, of that, of that piece of information. But it's very, very uh, raw. It's very raw, and it, and it doesn't lend itself, Yoni, for elaboration. It lends itself just to a bright, lit-up face. Ah, wow. But more than that, you don't know. But you know it feels right. I got it. I, I can't figure it out, but I know it, something hit me. Now, you have to go, if you want to bring that into articulation and development, you have to do the step, second step, which is yegiyah saseichol, being diligent and exerting effort with that piece of logic. And unless you do that, you can have the most genius ideas, and we all know people who are geniuses in ideas. When it comes to the bank account, there's a big zero. When it comes to relationships, there's a big zero. What happened? They're so bright, they're so genius, but in the real world, they're a failure. Because there was a breakdown between the first aspect of Seichel, the Nakuda, and the second aspect of Seichel, the Yegiyah. And, and I, just for a moment, this is so real, Boaz, it's so real because think of the time when you were in school. Yeshiva in school, in college, university. How many people you knew who were very bright, they had excellent heads, but they didn't exert themselves. I, I know in, in my time in Yeshiva, there, we were in one class, there was a class above us. The class above us, above us the students, were much brighter. They, they had much better heads both in understanding and in grasping and in depth. I mean, I know who they are. You know, these are like friends of mine. And we were less that way. But nevertheless, some of us excelled more and know more than they do in learning. And you know why? Because, because we didn't have such a good heads compared to their excellent heads. We had good heads, but not compared to theirs. They were way above us. They took it for granted. I recall I had a Chavrusa in Maristown. This is when I was, you know, 1920 in the yeshiva. 
He was like he had a he had like a, a genius head. I couldn't keep up with it with him. But I knew many more Maimorim than he did, many more Hasidic discourses. Why? Because I kept you know, at it and learned more and more and more. In other words, I exerted the effort and the zitzflesh. He he, he could get it one, two, three. That's fine, but there's, there's so much more information. So it happens to be that those pe most, I, I think I would be right in saying most, and if not, I say many. But whether it's many or most, such people end up not excelling as much as people who don't have that type of, 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 of brain and head, and they come out knowing more because they spend more time in effort. And this is, this is, I think, also an important thing to teach our children and grandchildren, the importance of effort, yegiyah. I, I go back to what I told you the other day, remember? The, the vert of the Shem Shmuel, Hillel, right? Yaakov, Oav, Esrochel, the son of Leah, right? He loved Rachel and he hated the, the Leah. So the Shem Shmuel says, what does that mean? Rachel, it says in Kabbalah, is Dibors, to talk. Leah in Kabbalah, it says, is thought. Yaakov is the Yid, the Yidale. The Yidale loves to talk a lot, pa, 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 pa. When it comes to thinking, to sit and think, I don't got time. I don't have patience. So the whole idea, the whole idea, the whole idea, good, good morning, laser. The whole, the whole idea of, of, of Yagia is something that is difficult, is difficult for the average person. So what the Rebbe says over here in this mimer is if you want the Nakuda of Seichel, if you want the kernel of logic, to, to really make a difference in your life, you can't say, I got the idea and zehu. You can have great ideas, but it's not going to come to fruition. You need to have yegiyah. And the Rebbe says, this is the difference between Oyer Yosher and Oyer Chayzer. Oyer Yosher is a direct hit, you know? Uh, the missile that is a direct hit, it's a direct hit. But the question is, what happens after the missile hits directly? There's the direct hit. What happens later? And we see, you know, I, just also in Eretz Yisrael, look how the Israelis have bombed and bombed and bombed the tunnels, and a year later, they're back at it with another tunnel. Because you haven't removed the problem, right? So it was a direct hit. It was, it was a direct slam. But nevertheless, because it was, you know, one, two, three, and it didn't deal with the greater issue, the pain is still there, the problem is still there. This is what we learned yesterday. Now we're going to turn to page 60, 67, and we are on the fifth line. And he, and he says like this, one, two, three, four, five, six. On the sixth line, the fourth word, Therefore, someone who through his great effort 
arouses the true depth of wisdom in a, of a certain idea, the person is diligent and works at it and spends nights and days working at it, comes to the real depth of that idea that he is thinking about. Such a person can reveal all kinds of revelations ad infinitum. Now this is interesting. Let's say you're exerting chokhma on a mathematical issue, or an investment issue, or a medical issue, whatever the field is. The Rebbe says... The chokhmah within your soul, remember, everyone has a nefesh, a soul, and has what we call the koiches ha-nefesh, the powers of the soul. The powers of the soul are so powerful that it they will not only, when you exert effort, not only will you explore information in this field, but yochelegalis, he'll look at the words, you'll be able to reveal giluye chokhmas aden kates, Ad infinitum type of fields of wisdom. It's not that, Boaz, since I'm studying mathematics and I'm spending time on math and I'm schwitzing in the, uh, on to figure out the, pro, the answer to the, um, the solution to the problem, I'll only have good information and knowledge on, on math. The Rebbe says, no, when you tap in, to the Koyach HaChokhmah Nefesh, the overall Koyach HaChokhmah in the Nefesh becomes larger, bigger, is extended. So all aspects of Chokhmah will benefit. Do you understand what I'm... In other words, by, by, by understanding and, and learning math better, or Gemara better, you know, the math, whatever, all these fields... You're on, you, any field that you decide to access later will benefit as well. Because what you've done is you've made an expansion in the Koyach HaChokhmah Sheben Nefesh. And the Koyach HaChokhmah Sheben Nefesh is unlimited. That's what he says. Giluye Chokhmas Ad Ein Kates. Which is a very interesting point I find because, you know, sometimes... We say, oh, in this area, I'm no good. You know, you write it off. You know, I remember when I was in yeshiva, when from, from young age, I was weak in math. You know, why I was weak in math? Probably part of my brain has an issue with mm, mm, that type of thinking. I also had a teacher who <laughs> was very impatient, and he would not, I didn't understand, and I asked, and he, he wouldn't, you know, he got very upset when I asked questions, and to the point where sometimes he, you know, insulted me, and and it probably took a toll on my on my, you know, growing up in class. And I just said to myself, "Forget it. I'm not going to go math." So when it came time for the regents, what did we do? We either cheated, or we had sat next to a friend who was <laughs> who was a good math. And and when the proctor turned around, he gave us the answer. You know, that, that that's the way it was, and probably still is. But what's the point? The point is, what, what learning today, what I'm learning today from this mimer, is that the koyach, ha is expanded. 
And if you really exert yourself in one area, you'll benefit in other areas as well. Because not only is the topic at, at hand being explored and developed properly, but it taps in and it, it, it enlarges the, the soul power of Chochmah. And the soul power of Chochmah laser is infinite. Different, conversely, is the Koyach of Chochmah, that's a direct hit, which we call the direct light, or Yosher, which comes from the power of Seichol, it has an end. In other words, when you come up with an idea, it's just this field. I have an idea in this field. I got it. What did you get for the dilemma and issue and problem you're trying to solve in whatever field? Something you say, aha, wow, I got it. But you, you won't, you won't. At that time, you can't say that about another area because the other area you don't have. You can't say I got it. The zui milus avoid the the tshuva avoid the potato mitzvahs. And the Rebbe says this is the benefit. You only hear this. The notion of tshuva versus the notion of Torah mitzvahs. The Torah mitzvahs and b'derech yosher. Torah mitzvahs are straightforward. It's a direct hit. Do this and don't do that. Right? You listen. I've been listening to a few, a few podcasts from people who were from then became not from. Bottom line, they can philosophize from day to tomorrow. They don't want a direct hit. They, they you know, they say they don't want this anymore. They want to have. Fun. Torah Mitzvah is limiting. So Torah Mitzvah is Yashar. You know what you're supposed to do. But Tshuva is exciting. I really like Tshuva. It's the rebound. Yes, I have Shtus in my head. And now I'm going to take the Shtus and dump it out and turn it upside down and show that it's so stupid and show that it's so a waste of time. Well, that experience is very, very engaging and exciting. We call that, what? Oir Chayzer, the rebound, the retreat, the return. When it comes to this activity, which is what? To arouse an abundant mercy on your soul, that you do tshuva, when the arousal is truthful, and it touches the depth of your soul. He says in Yiddish now, Esrit im on, it touches you, in the tifanish for nefesh, in the depth of your soul. In addition to the fact that you allowed yourself to fall so low, to immerse yourself and allow materialism and corporeality to overpower your spirituality, which is a part of Hashem. Even when it's permissible matter, he has all the time to speak idle chatter, to speak about whatever it is. I have plenty of time, and not only Shabbos afternoon between uh, you know Shachris and Mincha. Or, uh, or or after, you know, the Suda. But whenever it is, if someone has a good joke, 
There. Good Lashon Hara, I'm there. A good waste of time. Got all the time in the world. But Valima Datayra, when it comes to learning, I don't have time. What do you mean? To come to Rabbi, Rabbi Dolphin's class at, for 40 minutes, 35 minutes, whatever it is. I don't have the time. What do you mean you don't have the time? You do have the time. You, I bet you there's 35 minutes throughout the day that you waste time. That you're involved in Varam Batayla. So, in addition to this Baba Maisa, great is the Shanda, Cherpa, Uklima, the embarrassment. You're going to be so embarrassed in the world of truth. You're going to come out up there and they're going to have mirrors all around you. And you know what they're going to show you in the mirrors, Moshe Myers? What are they going to show us in the mirrors? All the time we wasted, it's going to come back right in front of our face. You, you, I remember on Thursday, what? I don't mean Mo, I mean all of us. Thursday afternoon at this and this time, you were talking about whatever it was. Right here, it's right in front of you, look at it. You turn around to the other side. You're two years ago, Erev Yom Kippur, after Kaparas. And after Shachris, you were standing in front of Karl Bachshul and wasting time. So it's going to come back in Eilam Emes, and we're going to become all embarrassed because it's right in front of us. You can't deny it. V'chein, so this the Rebbe says to those that are business people. He doesn't let go now. Now he goes further to the, to the what's it called? To the Yeshve Oil. Those that sit and learn in the tent of Torah, that sit and learn simply Torah and they do mitzvahs. But, guess what? They don't want to know about the Pneumius, the inner, the Hasidic, the Kabbalistic, the, the, uh, the Midrashic. Don't give me that stuff. Just tell me, I just learned Halacha and Gemara, Finito. Leave me alone with Kabbalah, leave me alone with Hasidus, leave me alone with, with Musser, leave me alone with Rush. That's called all Pneumius. All of that. Says the Rebbe, look at the next line, you're going you're gonna to flip out. Hinegoidel Hatsar. Great will be the pain. That they'll have in the world of truth. Why? Because the mirrors for them in the world of truth is, you missed an opportunity. And the Arizal writes, listen to this, the Arizal writes, listen to this, that a person who doesn't attempt to go through all parts of Torah will have to be reincarnated again and again until he learns all parts of the Torah. So why not do it the first time right? At least try to. So you'll have Tsar. Your, part of your Neshama will be lacking something. And when you don't have enough oxygen... You have a big problem. So that's why the Rebbe uses the word you only go to Yes. You say, uh, the Rebbe says, the very good very good laser that was a great word and it's an original an original piece 
Very good. That's very good. I got, I got to remember that one. That's a good one. Okay. Vaita. No, it's in your next book. I just thought of it. Good, good, good. Okay. All of this. If, if, if one touches the inner core of their neshama and... And, and, and arouses the soul, the neshama, the nefesh. So what, that rebounding light, that reflecting light, it arouses and draws the abundant mercy, the self of the essence of God, and you're changed from dead, dead to life, to be alive. And that's again to your question you asked a few days ago, Laser. How is it possible you have to come to his Sayyidina Srachman Rabbim? And, that's, and that, that doesn't happen from laying in bed or just, you know, it comes from schwitzing. It comes from Haravanya. It comes from regretting. It comes from being misbeinen. And it, 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 there's no other way. These, all these quick fixes and all these gulas and all this stuff, it's good for a rainy day. And there is a rainy day. I'm not, I'm not pooing that. There is a time. There's no question about it. But the, the, our activity, we, if we rely on a rainy day, we're in big trouble. We have to know that our activity is, the, as the, the term in Chabad is, ano poli We are day workers. We are here to make yom, ano, ano poli, I think it's in the Gemara. We are workers, the yomom of day. We have to bring light, day is light. We have to bring light into the world. And we're workers. We have to work hard. It, like I told you the other day, my father taught me, you know, growing up, and I'm sure some of your parents or grandparents said the same thing, the Europeans who came over. You know, I think of, uh, you look at all these people whose grandchildren, great children, are in, in real estate, in the Bronx, and in New Haven, and here and there. And I talk to them sometimes. They're living off the fat of their grandparents and great-grandparents who came over in the 40s, post-Holocaust, you know, had some money, worked very hard, put away money, bought real estate, and now entire families are living off one building. Baruch Hashem. But if not for that, they wouldn't be there. I remember I was speaking to, there was a Yid in Los Angeles, Ribeiro Weiss. Uh, he's already in Oilam Amos. Shmuel knew him well. And, and this David Weiss, Ribeiro Weiss, was a big Balsadaka. I mean, a real Balsadaka, like from Europe. And he was, and he was a, Hashem blessed him, and he had nursing homes, still does. And I was talking to him once, I was close to him, and I, and, and he, and I asked him his story. So he told me that he went around in, in, when he came in 46, 47, 48, and 49 in L.A., selling milk, selling milk. And, and he said it to me with a broken, a broken heart, you know, a broken heart, and yet uh, uh, that's the way it was. What do you mean, I'm going to sit, I'm, I'm not going to take the job because of pastish. No, he went out. Uh, my Mechutin's father, another Los Angeles uh, survivor from Galicia, Belzer, uh, Mr. Feiner, um, Moshe Feiner was his name. So he, used to, he came to New York in 51, he started to paint buildings, and he buildings and storefronts, and went around and cleaning the windows. And then later on, he put away money and invested, and, and, and he was Matzliach. My point is that 
In order to accomplish Hisoiris Rachmim Rabim, it takes effort. Let's continue and finish. He goes back to the opening sentence of the Mimer, which is a Posik in Hosea, chapter 6. You will be enlivened through two days. And Rashi says, Normally, what is Yoimayim? Yoimayim is two days. There's Yoim and there's Yoimayim. Rashi comes along in Hosea there and says, Shnei Itim. And the Rebbe's first question in the beginning of the Maimir, if you recall, was, what, is Rashi, what does Rashi want? And what does Rashi, obviously he's saying something. It's not, two days is two days. No, Rashi says two periods. So the Rebbe says, indeed, Rashi is referring to two different methods and periods which we've been discussing. And he says what they are. The time in this world, who it now is where it counts. today, who the time of Olam Haba is when you'll receive the reward. you'll receive godly vitality and energy from the Torah mitzvahs that you did in the service of the heart davening. So notwithstanding that period, the main thing is the third period. By Yom HaShlishi, the verse continues, on the third day, We shall live in front of him, face to face with God, but on the third day, Yoni, not on Yomayim. Why? Because who is HaShlishi? This is a third period. Not only is it a third day, it's not just a... In other words, what's the implication you only have three days? One, two, three, there's a connection. No! It's a totally different experience. It's Tchiyas When a person is revived, there's an area that was dead and, and, and finished and seen that way and becomes alive. Wow! What, it's, it's, it's a different category. Specifically, this comes after completing the first two periods, Vigiluyim, Shekod Moloi, which is in Oilam Haza, the first two stages, then comes you'll have a more intense, in, in a different type of experience. And like I told you, that I had this minister resurrection begashmias from when I wasn't feeling well to when I started to use the sleep app machine, not that we should have to use it, we, should, we shouldn't have to use it, but overnight I, fe- I felt a resurrection. It was an area that was so difficult for me, and, 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 and you know, bringing tiredness and illness and, and, and sluggishness and everything else. And overnight, all of a sudden, I fresh, no more drooling, no more headaches, no more falling asleep at the wheel, no more falling asleep at the computer. Tchiyasamesim. A little Tchiyasamesim. So imagine now the same type of Tchiyasamesim in an area in your life which you had written off because when you look back and you do a study and you take inventory, you see in this area you failed. And all of a sudden you say all of that was coming from a place that was already defined. Let me tap in to an area that is healthy and new. Tchiyas HaMesim. How? 
by becoming more serious. And serious doesn't mean walking around. That's not serious. That's ego. That's stupidity and ego. Serious means that inside yourself, outward you could smile and you could laugh, but inside you take a real look at your life and you say, which area needs repair? And which area am I going to tackle and really confront? And it's very, very hard for all of us, we know this, to confront an area that, is <laughs> that we don't like looking at. But I'm telling you, if you look at that area from another perspective, because you didn't learn Hasidus until now, and now you're learning Hasidus, and now you're in a different place in your life, you're older, you're more mature, you're, you, you know, you have a family, you have children, grandchildren, whatever, then you have a different experience. Guys, have a great Shabbos. We're starting a new Mimer Sunday. Everyone, be, make the best of it. As the previous Rebbe said, Lech Lecha is the Parsha in which we live every day with Avram Avinu. Noyach, he says, is a Kalmutna week, a depressing week because Ramabu. But Lech Lecha is a happy week because every day we live with Avram Avinu. Yes. Can I tell you something? Yes. When the stock market collapsed, I was thinking of Thomas oil. And, and they had the videos playing. And the Rebbe said on the video, the Rebbe was already uh, got dead many years. Yeah. He said something He says, what does it mean by Hashem Derech of Avram Bakol? It means that Avram Avinu used the koichas of each and every day of his life to the maximum. So when he was 25, 30, 40, and he had physical koichas, he used physical koichas. And when he was 60, 70, 80, 90, and he had his genius in his mind, he used his genius in his mind. And it was 120, I have to spawn him, he used the hot spawn him, and he used the full koichas of every aspect of every minute of his life. And then he said the most unbelievable thing. He says, you look around and everybody's always crying about how much money they lost. Did any? Did you ever see somebody crying over how much time they lost? Uh-huh. It was a time that everybody just lost. Yashikoyach, Yashikoyach Reblay, is a good Shabbos. Thank you for the word, thank you. Yes, Moshe, yes.